Just want to reset the record really quick here, Al. Um, Jason Levine says, there's no such thing as, quote, too many onions on a burger. I tend to agree with that. That I was what I was going to suggest to Momo, and I believe I've said it to you before, is if you get the double-double uh, animal style and also with raw onions, a little double dip right there, you're going to be breathing fire the rest of the night, but my God, is it good. You do it with both? Occasionally. Not every time, because it's, it's a different experience. Preference between the two. If I had to pick one or the other? Got to pick one. Raw. I'm going raw, too. Yeah. Yeah, I like the the caramelized ones. Grilled onions are, are great too. But and there's a lot of onions in there. It's a thick slice. And I'm like, slice. yeah, no, that works. It's a thick. That sounds thick good to me. Slice. Can I weigh on on something here too? Yes. I, so there is something that is that can be too much on a burger for me. Too much mustard and too much ketchup. Like this is not an in and out thing. In and out doesn't use ketchup, but like this is a McDonald's thing for me. This is what when they when people automatically put just plain old yellow mustard on my burger. No, thank you. I'm I'm on my burger. I like a mayo. I like mayo on my burger. That's my topping of choice. I do like the in and outs like spread. Thousand Island spread, spread stuff like that. Please. So come on, a little sorry. respect. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, my lack of respect here. But I, I get particular about that. And then I also I don't love a ton of onions. Onions it, are fine, but you're like you're either in or out. But right? like the McDonald's stuff, the McDonald's onions, those no little thank diced you. ones. Yeah, no that's not you. the best thing in the world. Nice. Thing. I'm almost scared to make her burger if I'm <laughs> yeah, at McDonald's. I'm going to make the burger and just leave all the. Here we'll are the things that nuggets. you can put together. This you is can... what I would ask her. Like, can you come in the back and just tell me how much you want? I would, I'd be nervous. <laughs> yeah, they... put on the little hat. She's like, less. I'm like, okay, I'll take some off. Because this is the thing on. I've seen on TikTok because they do like the people go and will record behind the scenes of like how they're making different stuff and it's just you know this little gun that shoots out like the ketchup and the mustard and like yeah this is why i don't get burgers from mcdonald's just get chicken nuggets uh are you ready for this one slee i I wish i would have seen this before she left because this is arguably my favorite one uh christopher holmes says uh slee asked you to set him up on a friend date with Woj, a la your awkward attempt to befriend chelsea clinton do you oblige him i don't know the chelsea clinton story so i'm gonna need that um that would be awesome. Hey, Ramona, it's Al. Um, this is going to sound kind of weird, but anyway, you could hook me up. Just go grab a cup of coffee with Woj one morning. <laughs> I think that. I don't be think amazing. I would ever ask that. I don't think I'd ever ask. And I, I, I kind of think if what I if did, she told you, hey, I could, I could probably get him to meet you for a cup of coffee tomorrow morning. Then before I would the do show. It. Of course, yeah, you would. would. Yeah. Who wouldn't? Yeah. But I yeah, want, I, I want you to ask. I want you to be the uh, the driving force behind all of what this. What if I just waited too? Like there's Woj and I grabbing a cup of coffee, and both him and I are waiting to see who's going to pay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you asked me, so maybe you should pick up the uh, coffee bill here. Come on, Woj. Come on. <laughs> uh, one more here. Uh, has anyone removed you from their contact list when they saw the green bubble when you started texting them now? I'm turning it into an <laughs> nobody yet. Yeah, nobody, nobody said yet. anything. Has no. anybody gone, uh, dude, why are you green? Has anybody asked that? Only Emily and Mace. <laughs> okay, I asked you because... <laughs> well, I'm actually, sharing... no, Jorge did. Jorge I, I did. hate it. It's awful. <laughs> because when I'm sharing You don't text now. me, so it's not an issue, but um, if you ever did send me a text, I would... If you just out of the blue showed up green in my phone, I'd be like, dude, everything all right? Did you get kidnapped? Like, what? what's going on? I'm going to text you a lot more now. <laughs> Pre-Google Pixel, like, when I would send you guys tweets, it, like, shows up as the full tweet, and you can see the picture, you can see the things. Now it just shows up as a link. 
and it's less helpful. Yeah, no, that's not. But it's okay, Alan. I know that you have a superior camera, so now you can just take cool pics everywhere. By the way, but I, that's d- not I why don't you know. It. I don't know. Well, actually, the camera does have a lot to do. I, with I'm it. sure it does. But yeah. you just said you went in there fully and get to get the iPhone, and the guy just said, "Hey, this is just so you know, this is a better." So camera. initially, I went to the Apple store ready to buy the phone, and they didn't have the phone. This is like a couple weeks ago. So then, you know, they had their opportunity. It's like, you know, you go, what do they say uh, in car dealerships? Like you go to a lot, don't let them off the lot. Apple yeah. Apple was fine. They were like, <laughs> we'll be fine either way. I think they're okay. <laughs> they're like, you know, it's going to take a couple weeks and then you got to go to another store and it's all the way down. I'm like, no, no. That phone looks huge, by the way. Does it fit in your pocket? Let me yeah. see. It's not. It's actually not it's that much bigger than the slightly taller, but it's not crazy. It's a little bit taller. I'll give yeah. you that. But this is the old phone. You still? Why do you still have the other one? Uh, a burner. Yeah, Come some on numbers now. here that you got to put over, and it doesn't you know. automatically download everything. Actually, on purpose, I'm not doing that. I have. You can't use are you going to be a two cell phone guy for as long I as that. I need to? Oh my gosh! Well, no, that one's off. Can, I'm just I'm that just, one's off. That one's it's. I it's don't not, have. Oh, okay. It's not okay. active. I was just going to say this is going to create a problem at some point where I didn't get the. <laughs> you're going to show up at the wrong place. You're going to no, 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 no. Okay, I it's I only have one number. This is the number. Okay, I have. I've had that phone for so long, not even just that phone, but I've had iPhone for so long that I have so many. I used to, back in the day on the business side, every contact we used to put into our computer, then it would get uploaded into our phone. When I tell you I have 95% of the contacts in my phone I never use anymore, I don't want to transfer everything over. I just want to just slowly start putting numbers back in. What do I have? X amount of people that I communicate on a, on a weekly basis. That's all I want in there. So, Travis, let's not forget, though. You remember whenever Slee's absent? He's a secret agent. Oh, That's why yeah. he has two oh, phones, yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's all spy. Come together. All, this is why he needs a second phone. He needs his burner so he can get all his secret missions. I'm trying to... I'm going to ask you a question during the break, and you tell me whether I should do it on the air next segment or not, yeah. because the assassin part of your brain, I'm going to need to tap into it for a second and figure Someone's out Someone's going should... down. No, 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 it's not that. It's just, uh, it's more of the cleanup after the actual deed takes place that I have questions about. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get into that in just a second. Um, winter meetings are obviously going on. A lot of players moving all over the place. Yeah. Cody Bellinger is a Chicago Cub. Mm-hmm. Aaron Judge is staying in New York with the Yankees. After very briefly, people thought he might be headed to San Francisco. John Heyman said he's likely going there. Um, he retracted that fairly quickly. I thought that I just, I like that that happened for no other reason than I wanted it to bother you, but you seem to have gotten Giants over fans it. won't forget that. <laughs> <laughs> they will not forget that one. Yeah, I mean, they, they, he didn't say he was, he was likely to come. Or can I say on that in that whole world? Damn, it's so easy to get the wrong information in their world. They're being fed info, right? Agents, this, that. How much of the time are they getting fed the info just to make sure that it's a negotiating ploy with the other team that they really well, want to sign with? Well, this is the the deal, right? This is why you have to double source your things. You don't get it from one person. You mm-hmm. got to get it from two independent people that have nothing to do with each other. Okay, so Heyman is he's really good at what he does. Yeah. As is Ken Rosenthal. What like what do you think happens with Heyman where he decides, okay, I'm comfortable with sending out that somebody tweet. that he trusts mm-hmm. implicitly gave yep. him that information and it turned out to be wrong. So it's that's one person. That. Yeah. What, what what you just said earlier was yeah. you should probably but have two you, people. You do should, it. but mm-hmm. some look if, if for instance, if 
I know what you're Susan saying. told me something. I know what you're I, I would inherently believe it to be true because mm-hmm. same idea. And we all, but we all have these sources, right? You've given me a hundred pieces of information. A hundred of them have been correct, and you tell me this is what it is. And you're just like, I'm going to go with this because I want to be. That's how it happens. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's. I don't understand the need to be first. That's the part that's always kind of blown. But who cares whether I get it ten minutes behind that guy if it's right or not? I don't understand oh, the need a, for all of that. You're right about that. I'm with you. There's a thirst for being the first one to do it all right so dave roberts was talking at the winter meetings talking about who's coming and going and of course the conversation always comes back to the dodgers which is what the hell happened at the end of the year why did you guys go out as quickly as you did why did you play four more games than the cincinnati reds than the anaheim angels and all the other teams that didn't make the playoffs and did the other team want it more you know as a manager you never want to say that somebody wants it more than you because i think that speaks to the preparation part of it the mental part of it but i will say that you know you look at that dugout versus our dugout there was more um, intensity there Hmm. i mean seriously that that is a real bummer that is a real bummer because I don't. I, I get it. The Padres are playing with house money. I get it that the Padres beat the Mets and they're feeling pretty good about themselves, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, but that's different. That, that you had a 111 win team mm-hmm. and you have a chance to go win the World Series and validate mm-hmm. this entire era of Dodger baseball. And you're telling me that the Padres wanted it more potentially, that they were just a little bit more plugged in. I'm not a huge believer in like rah-rah baseball stuff. Baseball, you don't play it like that. You play football like that. You don't play baseball like that. But this I don't admission is a step too far. But this willingness to at least discuss the fact that the other team may have wanted it more. If you have a job as a manager, isn't that one of the jobs is to make sure that your guys understand the stakes and are competing at the very highest level? Isn't that job description number one? You know what? I have a difficult time. I I feel like the Dodgers have, especially Dave Roberts, Freeman as well, but I think they've done a lot of times in this, when the season was coming to a close, postseason comments right after the postseason ended, and then here now when the dust settled. I think they've said some really, really puzzling things to me. It's a good word. The whole 111 wins, almost setting up how big the regular season was. Guys, don't forget how tough this is. Don't forget how tough this is. Okay, everybody understands that, but you do understand the only thing that really matters is the postseason. You don't have to keep talking about the regular season. And right when the season ended um, – you know, I, I don't know if they, when they said they're not all that disappointed, it's not a lost season. You're like, guys, you just lost in the postseason four games in. You're supposed to go win a World Series. Why are you saying that? And then this one just to me is another line of comments that they've had. I, let me, let me, if I'm asked that question, I'm Dave Roberts. Yeah, no one wanted it more than we did. Nobody. I don't know what you want me to tell you. Did we lose three out of four games? We did. But do not tell me that Trey Turner did not want it or Mookie Betts didn't want it or Clayton Kershaw didn't want it or Julio or go down the list. Have some kind of answer that way to say that, yeah, I was looking at the other dugout and it looked like they were a little bit more fiery. I, I, res- I respect your honesty, but that is that is on you. Like I, I don't know who else to look at more than your manager if that part of it you're not getting it done. I think a lot of it has to do with 
the sort of players that you have too. The, the Trey Turner and Freddie Freeman are pretty stoic guys, right? That Justin Turner is a pretty stoic guy. Cody Bellinger, we tease him all the time because of he doesn't look like he knows what's going on. He's a pretty flat affect kind of guy. Mookie's the most emotional player that they have. He's banging his chest and good. We need more of that. Um, and then you look at Soto plays with a great deal of emotion. Manny Machado plays with a great deal of emotion. You see some of these the the pitchers that the the Padres had Musgrove, Musgrove for sure. And you look at these guys, and there just did seem to be a little more energy. You can get stuck in a weird way and equating demonstrative with wanting it more because the Padres were clearly more demonstrative. I don't think the Dodgers wanted it less, but I would like them to play with this really hard to define cocktail of relaxation, urgency professionalism and also a little bit of blanket you know like let's just go out there and let it all hang out it's a weird mix of things and i don't know how you get them in that space necessarily but that's the but, job but just just to kind of go that's with, the job trap but just to go with what you just said i get it for 162 games you can have that approach you can have like you're saying that trey turner is going to have a different freddie freeman is going to have a different type of mentality to 162 games but they're also vets that understand you drop two games in a row, that could be the series. Isn't there just naturally a more sense of urgency you in the postseason? You didn't see you, that. You, it, it didn't appear they to They did it. play it like it was regular season. And, and he's he's saying, yeah, there may have been There's a little admission. bit of something to that. Andrew Friedman had some thoughts on it, which we'll play for you in just a little bit. But stay with the Dodgers for a second here, Slee, because they haven't really done the splashy thing yet. Will they? And if they don't, are we good with that? That's coming up next. It's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. So I got two things real quick, Al. Um, number one, I'm, you're getting deleted from my phone. I can't look at this green thing. It's, Sounds good. It's repulsive. <laughs> Sounds good. Um, Ramona just texted Android? us and said that Woj is going to be here this week and she can make this happen. Please, let's do it. <laughs> I'm going to get in touch with Ramona secretly. Because I can't have you like in the background taking video. Hey, there's Slay. Can I see your phone? Slay's with him. Yeah. Slay, let me see your Why? Why? I know you already went over this, but I just, it's, it just hurts my eyes it, to look yeah. at. No, Get it out of here. Awful. That screen is Come on, amazing. Guys. You're sounding like Spotify users big right time. now. <laughs> Every big time. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. It? Well, hey, listen, you unhinged know-nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Bullies abound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He deserves to be bullied. You're ruining group yeah. chats. Yeah, No, I'm, I'm done. I, I'm just going to. By the way, 
this might play more <laughs> even more into no, no, I, i'm not even doing a deal like sometimes i'm doing it. a bit but this is just i'm literally so, deleting so, you as we speak can you show it show it to the screen you so should just so i know deleted. you're deleting don't, because i don't want those green things in my in my uh contacts it's true it's like having, you know... It's a deal-breaker in a relationship. It's like what it is. Criminal. Nothing you can do about it. No, this is actually a deal-breaker in a relationship. If I get a green, yeah. if I get a green bubble, that's yep. it. I'm out. That what sounds what like such a healthy, that smart Tyler? relationship. He gets Woj's number, and Woj just sees that green bubble, and he's like, ah. Well, no, then, no, then I go Yeah, then I go back. You go, you go back. back. Okay, good. If that happened with Woj, that's a different story. Why won't it let me delete you? How do I do that? <laughs> because it's Android. Gosh. No, like, I got I'm in trading your phone. I'm already in. There's nothing you can do. It's like it's like uh, <laughs> one of those do? things. You have it. You have it forever. You can never. never What's it say? It's in. I almost said something that I wasn't. I, I, I'm, I'm doing a good job of self-editing. Today. You've done a great job of yeah. self-editing. That's multiple yeah. times. I was about today. It's like when you get something that, you're, that you can't get rid of, and I just kind of like you know well, what? I'm no. gonna just keep that one in my brain. Yeah, uh, I like. You that guys one. are better than this. Yeah, I'm not. No, uh, absolutely not. I, yeah, I, maybe I put you guys here? too high. Yeah, maybe I put you guys. No, yeah, too that's high. that's a calibration error on, on your part more than I mean, more than anything. Take else. you guys back down. Don't put me on a pedestal. Not right. that I'm not happy to see you, Greg. I'm always happy oh, when you yeah, come thanks. in, but you just felt that now was the time to stroll in? Yeah, I don't know. Just felt like I don't You got to tell your story wrong. you told me this morning about the uh, the haircut lady who was oh, the wor- lady. working you over. This is just... I, so you told a story about your haircut the other day. And Let's you, not you, talk about my haircut. Let's just go to yours. <laughs> Can We've I just see that. where we are on it, just with the growth? It's... Still very, well very low. I, yeah. I understand. Yeah. I, look, we're, by Christmas, I'm hoping that I can look like a it's almost, normal human if being. I, if I and now, if I kind of have it, it's like a, you're part of one of the military branches and you're like a sergeant. <laughs> but here's the thing. Here's the thing. I, it's not flat enough. I that. haven't been in PT for quite Long some time. <laughs> it's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah. But I, you have, I, it has a little bit of that kind of. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm talking I've been about. riding the desk at the Marine Corps for 40 years. Yeah. That's what it's got yeah. to feel. You never went to battle. I haven't been in the field in a long time. I haven't, yeah. It's not so, great. So, Slee, I have. So I have my haircut place. It's a barbershop. It's right around the corner from my house. It's literally a three-minute walk. Perfect. If not, okay. if not less. It's super easy, and I go there all the time, and that's where I get But today, What's the yesterday, damage these days at a barbershop? This was what? It also went up. It was $30. That's yesterday, it was $40. Yeah, that's a lot. $40 is too much for a haircut, that's first a of all. And so I go over there, and the, all they had left was this one woman, and she. it's usually a guy that does it because there's only one woman in there, and I usually like when women do my hair okay. because they're better at it. Mm-hmm. Um, and But this one I'd never used before, and she sat me down, we start talking, and it was just like, okay, and she starts cutting my hair. But in, all of a sudden, she do you just- tell her, give, Do you give her all the details? This is what I'm looking for. This yeah, is what I want. told her everything, yep. that I wa- everything I wanted, you know, a little bit longer in the front, a little bit shorter in the back, the whole deal, all that kind of stuff. And I was like, oh, she starts telling me how she works in Orange County. And I said, oh, why do you work in Orange County and Valley Village? It's a long distance. Yeah. That, that was bad. it. That was it. That was the end of the- That was it. All, it's all that was needed. She went on a tirade. For the uh, rest of the time that we were talking, she had a lot to talk about. She had a lot to talk about yeah. how it was you know, negative stuff, like negative like stuff, problems in her life, problems in her life that were happening at her other yeah. job, and yep. all this craziness. Mm-hmm. But it, that's fine if you want to talk and just vent. No, it's not. I no, told totally, you, what's look, her name? I can get what's through it. Let's call her Barbara. Samantha. I don't know. I'll go with Samantha. Samantha. <laughs> we should do an Ask Samantha Dolores. next week. Yeah, you should. You should. <laughs> we should do an She'll Ask go Samantha on forever. But here's the problem, Slee. It wasn't the fact that she talked. Like yeah. I can deal with just being like I had eight men out on the screen in front of me. It's great, and but she was just talking. But not only was she talking, she stopped. 
She would stop, stop working. cutting my hair. She would yeah. stop cutting my hair. Oh, so she can make her point. So she can make her so point. So now she's she looking at you. Turn to the she's side. looking yeah. at you, right? In the mirror? Yeah, Is there yeah. a mirror in front of you? So yeah. she's looking at you, and now she's finishing her story, and she's got all her equipment. She's holding it. Yeah, and she moves to the side yep. and is like, and standing next to me and like raving her arms, not cutting my hair anymore. Amazing. I got there at 5.15. I didn't leave till 6.20. That's- And oh I don't have God. a lot of hair, Travis. That is- Can I- An assault. That that is that is that is literally it's, a haircut assault. It's can very I, can upsetting. I, can I help you it with this? I was, you what know, if you just know, hypothetically, yes. hypothetically, what if you helped her? What if she had you know she had to just not get my that job. out? Mm. What not if, my what if, problem. What if you just mm. walked away? I get it. It's not convenient. It's not what you want. But maybe just maybe that one hour she spent, she was good to go. The problem is, I think the next person that came in probably had a similar question: How are you doing? And she spent an hour talking to them. That saying was the, the same. Get a therapist. That Greg the Bourbon's there to get a haircut. He's not there to listen to that lady. That was also no, the problem. I was the can, last one of the night. It. Not asking if he can. Yeah, I'm saying he shouldn't have to. This is perfect for him. No. He can do both. <laughs> no. no. Gets he the hair like it. and he listens. No. No, it was awful. Like, you know how you have the, the cape over you so, like, yeah. so you don't get the hair all over you? My hands were folded underneath and I was squeezing them tight, just okay, wanting I have, to scream out saying, there's ways, to get, hair. there's ways to get outs on that. that there's ways to get outs that's on that. So where is the outs? Because you can't be mean. You can't engage. You you yeah. don't you you don't be mean, but mm-hmm. you need to be rude adjacent. Yeah, you need to be one of those. Uh huh. I'm pulling one of these 100 percent over the thing. Yeah, I'm at my that, phone. that's a good one. I'm sorry, I should have looked at my phone. I'm, I doing, I'm looking at the phone. phone. That's I'm a good saying. One. I'm also saying, and this is probably going to be rude, but I would do it. I would say something to the effect of, um, I would something to the. Hey, just an FYI, I got to be out of here in the next 15, 20 minutes, just so you know. That's I would not that. even rude adjacent. That's just That's full just on rude. rude. But I would do yeah, that. You're yeah. stopping a story. To, and here's the problem. You can't no, I would be, wait for the pause. I would <laughs> wait for the, you, the right you moment. Can't. You can't because then she'll screw your hair up. Yeah, I'm, I'm with Greg on this. I, I think you just have to kind of- Trav was nice. They screwed up his hair. <laughs> That's very true. But here's the problem. Like When, it, it when she finally anybody. stopped talking and an hour later- I looked at my hair and I was like, this is not what I was looking for. It's not. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine, but it's not what I was looking for. I would probably want it a little bit shorter. And I didn't care. She's like, so what do you think? Do you need to change anything? I'm, no, no, no. Everything's great. Yeah, no, I'm hell good. no. That was great job. Here you go. Yeah, okay. Here's so your tip. 40 I'm out bucks. Did you tip her? I did tip her. All right. That's, I can't that, not. I can't I, not I'm 100% her. with you on that. You got to tip her for sure. But the next time it happens, you, you'll never go back. But if you- Oh, I'm going back there. It's but you just won't get her. Walk. Right? I won't get her again. Okay. So in the event- that you find yourself in a similar situation. It's one of those. And then, uh, what? Oh, like, do, per, she needs to know you're not listening and not interested. Trav. You just, you need to throw it out there. Trav. You gotta use your phone. Like I said, Eight Men Out was on. I was like, oh, I love this movie. I haven't seen it in forever. It's about John Cusack's in it, and it's about the 1919 Chicago Black Sox. And I started trying to talk about that. She goes, oh, that's interesting. So my, this guy <laughs> oh, down dead. there, it didn't you're matter. Dead. I tried no. to change was the conversation. Does any part of the story interesting? No. <laughs> No, actually, there was one part that was interesting. Apparently, down in Orange County, all the women are, um, they work in funeral homes. Um, Okay. And they're good looking. I have lived in Orange County for over a decade. Never met a single person not that's one. worked in a freaking old one. <laughs> Male or female. The hairstylist? Not the hairstylist. They, they double as okay. morticians. As, as morticians. Well, yeah, and they're all get beautiful a nice cut women, apparently. You go in the ground. Was, what was that? I mean, you got to get a nice cut I just stay until 8 o'clock right? if yeah. I do that. I need a little more info. It was very, it was very also, strange. Okay, guys. So here's this thing. Why don't you have to go to the same person every time? So, like, do you just, when you, so when you schedule a haircut, 
Do you just go, oh, whoever's available? Like, because no. this is your issue is you got to go to this one person that you know that isn't going to do this kind of crap. And also, why don't you just go to men? Like, get your haircut by men. So, okay. So, excellent question, Emily. Normally, I go to the same person every single time. He was not available today or yesterday. I wanted to have my haircut yesterday because it was the only time this week that I was going to have time before Saturday. So that was my last part moment. of the answer, and it I, you're you're telling the other part of the answer is Emily. M- most men, not all, but most men are not particularly vain, and they're willing to risk a bad haircut Correct. to save five minutes. Correct. That, that, that's what it is. That I want a haircut right now. I don't care who it is. Let's just get this done with it. So you I wouldn't would have just, had this story. This worked out great. For my you. suggestion <laughs> is just awful. find someone who doesn't talk, and then just stick with them. And I know you already have your person, but then just. Sacrifice that so you don't have this this happen to you again. It was it was a one time thing that I could not get out of. It was awful. You could wait a couple days. That's how you get out. Well, no, but I I can't wait a couple. I needed it by Saturday. You need you need it when you need it. It's his mistake if he goes back to her. Oh, I won't go for the first time. I don't know what I'm going to get. Yeah. For all I know, she's just going to do a good haircut. You should see if she just picks up right where she left uh, off. There's just, zero chance. Just one sentence ends and the next one begins. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hey guys, just so you know, I only had time yesterday to go through two episodes of Survivor. So I went from five to two. Getting Step it up a notch. <laughs> Does it feel like you line. stifled a sneeze? You know how that always feels kind of weird, like you didn't get it out? Are you all right? I'm I, I'm kind of okay. I got, I got stuck, uh, not stuck, but I was talking to my roommate and stuff, and then I was like, oh wait, I got Survivor to watch. And as if like I needed like to complete a amount for like a project. This conversation is over. It's like your own personal barber hell. I got to get out of here. I got TV to watch. Yeah. So, um, so I was talking to Travis about this in the um, in the kitchen this morning. I am so excited to see Cocaine Bear. Like I have not been this excited to see a movie in a long time. I get excited about movies a lot, but I keep on seeing the trailer and keep on getting fired up each time. But I saw the trailer. Yeah. The fact that Cocaine Bear is based off a true story makes you want to see it more. Travis, factor cap. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I like those stories that are... So you got to be careful, though, right? It's There's based on a true story, which is basically just the... You the, need like one small the nugget kernel of, fact. of the story. Like yeah. The a, fact that a, a bear ate a cocaine. A bear got cocaine. Mm-hmm. That's based on a true story. But based on actual events is a little bit different. I like those better. Based on a true story are fine. But when you are more trying to tell the story of the actual thing that happened, I prefer those. But yes, I do like it when there's a little kernel of truth in there. All right. Fact makes it more interesting. But I don't know if that's going to go draw me to actually go see the movie. (laughs) 
I'm going to need, I think, to see this movie, I'm going to need you to come back one morning and say, guys, you have to see it. It's freaking hilarious. Make sure you go do it. I'm going to need other people to also convince me. I'm not going to go out of my way, but if there's enough chatter out there, I'll go see it. Taylor? Cap, it doesn't matter that it's based on a true story. I think the title of this movie is enough for me to want to see it, but I'm not going to go, you know, seek it out in theaters. It's probably going to be a few years down the road. I'm going to think, oh, yeah. Emily Hebel wanted me to watch Cocaine Bear. <laughs> He'll give his review in 2025. Yeah, I'm going to see the very first showing possible. I'm going to go and I'm going to dress like a bear or something like that. I'm going to I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make this whole event. Do you go to the same movie theater every time, or do you kind of bounce around? I if I can, I so I have um a season pass. It's like you pay x amount of months, x amount of money a month, and then I get unlimited movies. So I go to the same place Got because it. of that deal. So I don't have to waste my money because. I spend like thirty bucks on the uh, a month on it, but then I can go to I say I end up saving money in the long run. So uh, <laughs> we saw Demarco walk in. Uh, if you watch on on YouTube on the stream, he was wearing a hat, and I asked him as he left, "Is like is that Santa or is that reindeer?" Because he had a, a Santa hat with reindeer uh, antlers, like a Pegasus. Yeah, but <laughs> it's like one of those like hats that comes down to the side of your head and like extends, like the um, ears extend down your waist. So it reminds me when I was a kid when I went to New York City for the first time I got one of those hats like as a souvenir from New York City I got like one of those really crazy long hats so you are a souvenir guy when you go someplace you get something from it uh, Al Patrick Al. I partially fact not every time but if I go um, I'll do this if there's a place that I like a place that I you know I had a good time obviously it could be a Zion or it could be La Paz that's what I was trying to see what sweatshirt um, you had on there for a second if I'm international I always try to get something international I always try to get something but if I'm going somewhere where I don't know just didn't have an effect on me I won't buy anything I, I am more often than not no I, I'm more in Al's camp like I'll buy a sweatshirt or something if I see a sweatshirt that I like that I need that's kind of comfortable sure something like t-shirt along the way but I don't need a thing to commemorate my trip to place X. I, I, it's in my head. It's the experience. It's the people you're with. I don't need the little trinket to, to do it. Taylor? Fact, I have a bunch of stickers from everywhere. Uh, you know, shows, places I've been. I have a lot of stickers, way too many. Where do you put them? So I have an entire guitar case that's full. I have a locker in my room that's almost full. Uh, I have a water bottle that's full. Just, yeah, anywhere. So they're like in the case or they're stuck to the case? They're on the outside of the guitar case. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Classic. Put one on his car. (laughs) Not not my vehicle. No, that that says something about someone. I don't know. I can't do puppet stickers. Yeah. They feel oddly permanent. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you, yeah. to get it off seems yeah. like a chore. I don't know. Not, not happening. Yeah, the only one I have on mine is, like, my university, and obviously that's not going to change. Like, I've, I'm, I'm attached to that no matter what. Um, you but better I, hope you sell it to somebody else that's a <laughs> Virginia alum. I can take it off. <laughs> um, but I always get... If I... I don't always do this, but I like to if I go to a place and I really like the place that I went to and it's, like, a good memory for my... I get a mug. I like getting mugs or glassware or something like that. My friend used to collect shot glasses because they're tiny and they are fun to have as a little party. But item. yeah, but then, and, and, and I get it. I'm not, this is not a, but now all of a sudden I got 30 shot glasses. Yeah. What do I do with them? Like, one where, says where? Alhambra, <laughs> and one says West Covina. I'd kind of be into that. Like, I'd be into the West Covina one more than the Denmark one. Like, that's far <laughs> more interesting to me. Um, <laughs> so, I saw this uh, story on Yahoo this morning about a uh, manager from hell. Uh, apparently, an Olive Garden manager would not let an employee uh, get the sick day off unless they came in and, like, because the employee was trying to get a sick day for their dead dog, like, to you know, their dog died trying to get out of a day of work. 
But the manager was like, well, bring your dead dog to work and like we'll be good, essentially, was what the manager said. So you've had a manager from hell. And like, uh, I would prefer it to be like a part time job outside of radio, but if it's a radio person, feel free to share. But you've had a radio, sorry, you've had a manager from hell, Taylor. Oh, this is Cap, actually. I don't know. I, I feel like I've been pretty fortunate. I've been around a lot of uh, really friendly and kind people. I will, okay, I had a. This wasn't really a from hell scenario, but I had a producer one time and she would always Her name's Emily Hebel. <laughs> a different a different female producer who would always click on the I don't know if you ever go to like Yahoo or one of these websites, they have these fake ads and they're very clearly fake at the bottom. Yep. And she would always click on those ads and she was always convinced that they were real. And I couldn't understand <laughs> for the life of me why. <laughs> That doesn't make her a manager no, from hell. It just makes her an idiot. But that just says something. <laughs> yeah. That says something about the worst manager I've ever had. That's not much. It means you've had good managers. Exactly, <laughs> Travis. So, um, first of all, the guy that said present the dead dog is a monster. That's just yeah. awful. Um, I, the reason you haven't had bad managers, I'm going to take a stab in the dark, and I would like to think that the reason that I've been very, very fortunate with all of this is because you do your job. I don't think you're going to have a bunch of bad managers, dead dog guy aside, if you are a good employee. Managers, even the bad ones, will leave the guys that are doing their work well alone, right? It makes their life easier. I think the guy that always has the bad manager, uh, it's you, bro. You're the, you're the problem. <laughs> it's not that you've had a series of 22 bad managers, is that you suck. I think that's the answer to the problem. Al? So... Uh, I'm with the, I haven't had like a evil manager, somebody that's really bad, but no question about it, there are styles where, you know, I won't give any specific specific examples, but I'll say that they want to know where you are. The Golden Corral guy? They want to know, no, that one, I never had an opportunity for him to be my manager. <laughs> they want to know where you are. They want to know what you're doing. They want to, it's like, and it's not just me, it's everybody there. It's like, bro, relax. Why are you so concerned? It's more of a power thing. That's the one thing I, I, I just absolutely can't stand. It's, no, I'm in a position of power and I want you to know that I'm in a position of power. I'm like, the more you try to tell me that you're in a position of power, the less power it feels like you have. So that would be my example of a manager that you're like, please, please. No, thank you. Okay, so I have a short story about my manager from hell. I worked at this daycare at a country club when I was in college, and so it was nice because I got paid well, and I also got good babysitting gigs out of it. But um, this manager, she wanted to spread drama like, so much. Like She would talk to me, and I did not talk back about this. Mm -hmm. She would talk to me about uh, the assistant manager, how she didn't like her, and all the drama in her family. And then when this manager chose to leave, she had a goodbye party um, or goodbye dinner, and she invited me. And she started to try like spread all these rumors about everybody else. I'm like, why did you choose me as this person they to put drama. all this on to me? And I, I just didn't like the drama. Yeah, those people it. love drama. Yeah, exactly. So um, last one we're going to do here, it's uh, Christmas, Christmas music season. You like Christmas music. Travis, fact or cap? Fact, mostly. I like it during a very small window of Christmas, which is a week or so, right? Like a week before and a few days after, sure, why not? Let's let's hear Mariah Carey and let's hear Jingle Bells and all of the songs that we know, you know, Nat King Cole and Pink Crosby. I'm in for it. Let's do it. But when you start it the day after the 4th of July and I get inundated with it, I, I, I don't have a ton of time for it. But in small doses, absolutely yes. I'm fact on this and it's it's a it's got its window. So I like when during Halloween 
Uh, there's a lot of movies on that are obviously Halloween themed. Okay, cool. We're leading up to Halloween. I love Christmas movies. Christmas movies. Yeah, they're great. That's nice. It's in that pocket. It's window. Maybe you're coming close to 4th of July and there's whatever whatever themes are there. I'm good with it with the theme. Just don't draw it out too long. Don't do anything after um, and get it in and get it out because if not, it's just going to get annoying. Yeah, they, they, it, it becomes back. It becomes annoying wallpaper, which I, I absolutely do not need. Emily has a good idea. If you had the manager from hell, uh, I, by the way, I don't think anybody can talk top the bring your dead dog to work and then I'll give you the day. That that has I mean, to be it, fake, it, right? Yeah, be, it, that has to be fake. What are we did, doing here? Not at the Olive Garden. Come did, on. Did, did you <laughs> impossible did, that that guy still has it? Emily, did Taylor's old manager send you that story from the bottom of a, a new story <laughs> along the way? It yeah, feels she texted like me directly. One, one of those things. But if you got one, go ahead and fire it off. 877-710-ESPN. 877-710-ESPN. Um, Lakers are going to be very shorthanded tonight, but we changed our tune anyway. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710-ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Um, so there, someone on Twitter has, has some advice for you, Greg. Uh, it's oh, for the, me? Yeah. So it's, it's about uh, the barber. <laughs> El Padrino says, to avoid conversation, just have your headphones and when you get there. But then they can't cut your hair. I mean, I guess they are the, they can. the AirPods. Yeah, I, that's AirPods aggressive. Any, but here's the thing. Here's he's walking in blind on this, yeah, right? Because he's never... Again, if he goes back to her, and now it's on you, because you know that's what she's going to bring to the table. Right. There, you, Sometimes you walk into somebody, you're trying to just be nice, you don't know that a buck fifteen is going to be lost just by... Trying to get your hair cut. Right. No, I mean, I had tamales sitting in the car that Laura's mom made me. I was so excited to eat them. But they're sitting there in the car because I'm sitting in an hour getting my hair cut. And she was doing like little bits at a time and then but stopping. But then she had to talk. Yeah, then, then she had to oh, it was You just, should have told her you had tamales in the car. I know I should have. That's enough. Right well, there. that's another half hour conversation. I would have given talk about her tamales. And maybe that would have sped things up a little bit. Is she? Uh, she was a talker with her hands. Oh, a talker with her hands. And because I mean, she was using her hands, she couldn't talk. Of course so not. So then she had to stop, stop cutting so then she could do it. But it was like every other second. It was, oh, it was so frustrating. What, it was a bad... Yes, Travis, your, we're still talking about the hair. I'm glad you're working through it. You should go make her sit in your office today, and then you can work through your issues with her, and then you guys are even. I don't have any issues outside of you guys, so, you know. We've what? been bad on the clock today, Berg. I was kind of uh, hoping you'd come in here mad, and then I could just kind of shrug my shoulders in. Eh, that dude got fired, by the way, from Olive Garden, so that's good to know. That is good to is know. That, that's a real story. Real story. Okay. Yeah, that's a monstrous behavior. Look, I get it. People lie about getting days off, right? It happens all the time. Sure. I need a day because you want to go to the beach or you want to go just lay in bed all day or whatever it is, but you can't turn around and say, I don't believe you bring your dead dog to work. That's that's not okay in the slightest. I well, mean, listen, I mean, the email just says we are no longer tolerating any excuse for calling off. If you're sick, you need to come prove it to us. If your dog died... You need to bring them in and prove it to us. If it's a family emergency and you can't say too bad, 
go work somewhere else. That's, that's, that's really yeah, going to go Olive well. Yeah, Garden putting the... That's really going to go. That's going to go well. That's good, too, when you put it in email. Yeah. That's also also a really good idea that you send to all your employees. Now that, is, that yeah. the, is that the note that he sent to those Attention employees? Attention all team members. No, that's he's trying to get fired. That's, I, now now I've gone from the it's fake to it's real, but it was done. With, you're trying to get fired when you put that together. Att- Attention manager, I quit. I'm out. <laughs> Come on, See ya. Well, we got someone on the line, though. Uh, Jason in Monrovia that wants to weigh in on uh, his bad manager. Let's uh, do it. Jay, what do you got for us? So, um, I, my previous manager, uh, where I'm working now, I remember, so when I first started working for the company, um, my daughter's high school graduation came up like two weeks after, um, and he didn't want to let me go to my daughter's high school graduation. Um, not only that, um he lied to his supervisor about something that happened. He lied on me to his supervisor about something that he did to try to make me, uh, try to make me look bad and make him look good. And the last thing he did, me and him both, uh, went out for the same uh, job promotion. And, uh, in his interview, he told the interview people that I had an attendance issue, which I didn't have. So he could, so he can get the job over me. But I got promoted over him. Well, see, that's the thing. Th- thank you, Jason. That if you are a saboteur like Jay's manager is, that stuff comes out in the wash. You have to be really sophisticated to be able to execute that and not just blatantly make some stuff up. You got what you deserve, Jay. You got the promotion. He did not. You win. Now you should start making stuff up about the other guy. <laughs> the pay- Very cra- charismatic. There's, yeah, there's pay- a solution. Payback pay pay always feels better after you, you the other guy missed. And you get to really turn the screw. The best way to get the payback is be like, I mean, I kind of told you this was how it was going to go. When you tell yeah. them, like, oh, I, yeah, well, you know, hey. Tried to help you. I tried to help you, but uh, look. <laughs> That's my favorite. I'm not going to say anything bad, but You're I kind of said something before. You're yeah. right about that. How about this one? This is from Steve Kane. No, it can't be the same Steve Kane. I have a follow-up question. I had a teammate named Steve Kane a million years ago. Mm, it's, Could the be. Same, it's the same one. Is it? I think so. Do you know? How do you know that? I have no idea who that is. Oh, okay. Is. <laughs> if it's you, Kane, what's up, bud? Long time no talk. <laughs> Unfounded evidence, uh, Berg. Yeah. Why are the Dodgers <laughs> operating like a small market team, no free agent pickups? Do they not see the team's needs like pitching in a big bat? All right. We can start this right here, Berg, with you. And the, I, I think, A... Hold on. It's not over. This is not over yet. There's a lot of time between now and the start of spring training. The Dodgers will make a move or two, I believe. I don't know how big of a move it'll be, but I think they'll do some stuff. The other part is, I'm telling you, I'm just looking at the the lay of the land. I think that they are going to do everything that they possibly can to make Otani a Dodger. And, and so are some other teams, don't get me wrong, but I think that if they're saving money, if they're saving space, if they're saving whatever it is that they think they need to save to get Otani, we'll wait on Bogarts, we'll wait on Swanson, we'll wait on players, you know, one, two, three, four, five. We are going to offer a ransom for Shohei Otani, and if that's what they're doing, I love it. I love it. Just keep your powder dry and wait and go big on the best player in baseball. What, what if it's... Look, there's some risk to that, and by the way, we have no idea that that would be the case. What if it's not the case? So let's just take that one out of the way because you don't know um, what Otani's decision is going to be. He's a free agent at the end of the year. Maybe they do something at the trade deadline where the Angels decide let's get as as much as we can. Maybe a new owner comes in and tries to convince Otani, Otani, I've done it somewhere else. Give me a second to kind of get this thing going. There's a lot of... Um, there's a lot of factors that can come into play for the Dodgers to go get Otani. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying, look, I, I, what you're saying, that's a, um, their superstar 
And then there's something above superstar. That's him. He kind of fits that mold. That's yeah. I don't I don't know if you can get a you bigger save. player in baseball than than that. But let's just say that you don't have control over that. What if it's just the mere fact that it's the no, we're not going to go spend that much on Verlander. No, we're not going to go. Um, Aaron Judge got more interest. It was in the Giants and the uh, and the Yankees. He went to the Yankees. What if they don't add any other pieces? What if this is kind of what you got? I, I think the answer is really simple. They have earned the benefit of the doubt when it comes to putting their team together. They have not mm-hmm. missed when, when they're aggressive when it's time to be aggressive. They're cautious when it's time to be cautious. Mm-hmm. They will spend money. They are not cheap. They're willing to go over the threshold when they think it's the right thing to do. They went huge with Mookie. They went huge with uh, Freddie Freeman. Yep. They are not a, a miserly franchise. They spend money when they want to spend money. Andrew Freed, put put their postseason record aside, which difficult to do. No one has been better at spending their money wisely than the Dodgers have. And not like bargain basement stuff. Some of that. But they spend money like crazy. Of the both, I, I, I don't yeah. think that, that they obviously have not seen something that they had to have. There, there's some things that maybe we'd like to have under our terms. But I think that the best thing you can say about the Dodgers on the, under Andrew Friedman is that they really have not missed. They've made some mistakes because you don't bat a thousand. But man, have they been good about building a roster. I, I will give them the benefit of the doubt year after year after year seeing what they've done. Totally agree. And, it's, and they're going after guys like Betts and Freeman that, they're, that they bring in, but yep. then they also still build from with, within. Their minor league system is fantastic. Miguel Vargas was getting time. With the, James Outman was fantastic in the time that he played, and he was really good in AAA. You'll probably see him come up. But that's like you. what I'm trying to agree with you, Travis, in that. If everything stayed the same as it is right now, those guys would come up and they would probably produce because they held on to them for a reason. It if would, they it think would. they'll be good enough, they'll yeah. be good enough. But I, exactly. I, I, I will say, and I look, I can't really argue with that, but I'll, I will tell you the reality. Their team is not as good as it was a year ago, just based not, on not who they lost. Not right now. Not, not right now, yeah. based on who they lost. And Pitching staff is still really good. It does seem that... that um, that gap that they have in the NL West is a little bit smaller. Now, what they end up doing, uh, like you guys just mentioned, but that's why I'm asking the question is, let's say they don't. there is no big splash. That could happen. There could be no splash this summer. That's because well, they don't want it. Right. They, and, I really believe that. Or Do you it consider just Bogarts or, a splash or, or, if they where they go? Yeah, yeah definitely. That's a splash? Okay. I think so. Yeah, yeah I think so. I mean, he's not going to get as much as Turner or No, but Verlander he's a really good player. Just, yes. just compare. When you say... Um, if they don't go out and get a splash, just compare the roster that they had. Trey Turner is no longer on this team, so keep that one in mind, right? right? The Cody Bellinger thing, I was fine with. I've been mentioning it. It is what it is. I think it's a win for everybody. Tyler Anderson had a really good season last year. You're going to need somebody else to step into that role. Sure. Roster's a little bit different. That's all I'm saying. That It's just it, it's, uh, it's different, it's different than it has been in the past because these past couple off-seasons, it has been Freddie Freeman. It has been the trade for Max Scherzer and Trey Turner. They've done a great job. They just haven't had anybody, which is a little bit different than what the Dodgers have done in the past. I want to add one other thing to this conversation that I don't think we've mentioned that we'll do when we come back on the other side. One other quick thing, though. Uh, that is my old teammate, Steve Kane. What up, it was? Steve? Yeah, See? I, I just See? I looked Emily, at his little me. avatar, and that's definitely him. He was bald then, and he's bald now. So <laughs> nice to see that some things stay the same. See, I knew it, Trev. See, Kane, I used to have hair when we knew each other. Now I'm as bald as he is. Well, so you got a bad hair we can get. Well, it was before that. I was bald before. <laughs> now I'm just a balding man with a terrible haircut. But at least the, the lady didn't chit-chat my ear off like your uh, oh, God, friend Barbara. so frustrating. <laughs> All right. It was awful.